right, VMware Explore 2023 has been amazing, John. We've been having announcement after announcement, conversation after conversation. It's been a really, really exciting week. Uh, and man, this is going to be a great one. We're going to talk a little bit more about VMware Cloud, the evolution of VMware Cloud. And here to join the conversation is VP of Product Marketing, uh, Prashant Chanoy. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks a lot, Pete. Thanks a lot, John, for uh, having me here. I think I had to struggle here to get there. You guys kept saying, no, 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 we don't have time, but I finally found myself yeah, right. here in. So thank you, though. Thank you. Looking yeah, forward to the conversation. Busy, you've been a busy man. You've been uh, running around, presenting sessions, talking to customers. Uh, before we even get into VMware Cloud, how has this week been for you? Oh, in one word, uh, accelerating, uh, yeah. I would say. it's uh, When you come here, you're always looking forward to customer conversations. and. Uh, when you start having these conversations, and I joined VMware like a year back, right? Like, uh, and that was a week into VMware. I had my first Explorer at San Francisco, and I didn't quite know what to expect. And back then, we were just coming out of the Broadcom acquisition news, so there's a lot of chatter, talk, a lot of questions were around that, a lot of questions were around pricing and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I didn't quite know what to expect here, but I must say I've been very, very pleasantly surprised in terms of the excitement, the enthusiasm of our customers, of our partners, in terms of that slew of announcements and innovations uh, that has come out of VMware Cloud particularly, and, and some of the use cases that they are thinking about, right? Whether it's around ransomware recovery aspect, whether it's app modernization, whether it's around the buzzword of the year, Gen AI, yeah, and uh, how they are thinking uh, VMware can help them move. So plenty of exciting conversation, plenty of learning, I would say, for us to take away that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I recently heard you uh, present you know, a couple of slides around the, the evolution of VMware Cloud, and I think the part that really stuck uh, to me was, you know, there's this comparison of like, you know, what has VMware been doing for years? Well, you know, we started out by simplifying uh, compute, you know, with with uh, vCenter, with you know, aggregating our servers. You know, I think the next version of uh, VMware, you know, of you know, simplifying uh, infrastructure was VMware Cloud Foundation, uh, where we had a full SCDC uh, suite with storage, network, compute, as well as automation. Uh, and then now this next version being VMware Cloud. Uh, having this multi-cloud uh, multi infrastructure as a service. And so, yeah. how has that been resonating with customers for you? It's been really good. I, I was just talking to the customer before I came into this podcast here, right? So, and I say we are in the business of abstracting complexity from our customer's environment. Yeah. That's, that's uh, I think, what we do. And we've had 25 years of history and innovation to do that. and. Uh, Multi-cloud, I would say, is another abstraction layer on top of that, right? Like, ultimately, we see our customer's environment as one big, giant data center where they have their regions, their zones, their yeah. workloads, and we want to make the underlying infrastructure disappear for them in a way, right? Because they're not technology companies. They're there to serve their customers in retail, in manufacturing, in healthcare, in governments, et cetera. So how do we create this consistent platform on which they can run their most trusted, critical enterprise business application is what we're in the business for. So it's resonating really well. And the interesting part is when you have these new killer apps like Gen AI, these large language models come into picture and customers can use the same kind of foundational infrastructure to run that. That is like really cool, right? Because you don't need to kind of rinse and recreate a whole new thing. You can pretty much start off with what you have, 
for running your business application and now create a foundational platform for running your LLMs and they can talk to each other. So that has been resonating really well uh, uh, with our customers. So we, we got work to do, not saying that we don't, but uh, the foundational strategy, the vision, the technology that we have built for the last 25 years and how we are evolving now to VMware Cloud has been great. Yeah. Well, I like this this topic of the customers able to use the existing platforms to, to work on these next generation workflows because there once was a time when something new came into your data center. Oh, it's you know this type of service or that type of thing. You know, or in networking, my goodness, there were a million of these. It came in a box and a unique box with custom hardware. Um, and one aesthetically was unpleasing. They were you know very different, but also different servicing. It had completely different interfaces. The out of band, how you would do things like application backups. You ended up with just a, an, an explosion of boxes. And yeah. I feel like this has kind of been the, the evil plan of VMware is like, okay, how do we get, how do we just have a platform that we can run all of those boxes, run all those workloads on? And Gen AI is one of those things of like, wow, this is a completely different type of compute. We're you know, getting into some cases slightly specialty hardware. You know, maybe we yeah. can still inference on CPU, but um, how do we how do we prevent from having another silo? You know, having yeah. another mainframe. Nothing against mainframes, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. think it's a fair question. And I think last year when we came to explore, we really talked about this era of ushering in heterogeneous computing, right? right. Like from GPUs to DPUs to uh, CPUs, right? So, and that is because of the modern workloads that we see right now, things like AI ML workloads and Gen AI and storage intensive application that all require different kind of infrastructure requirement. So I feel in a way that the platform that we create is to, in the service of the applications and the requirements that we need to run on. And GPUs, yes, it presents a really exciting set of use cases in large language models or image processing that we've seen our customers use in the consumer side that now we are seeing a lot of applications in the enterprise side, especially when it comes to private data. Um, and that's where I feel uh, you see the next generation of applications on VMware Cloud beyond your traditional databases, your SQL servers, your VDIs, your modern databases, now you see Gen AI and large language models running on the same platform, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. No, it's it's good to see something besides Java hogging all the memory in the oh, data yeah. center, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's interesting. And, and I want to touch on the networking side, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean, that's, uh, no, no, I, I was having a conversation with the customer and I come from the networking space and, it, it's the same, it's not the box thing, but the protocol thing, right? Like we had DECnet, we had SNA, we had ATM. It all got converged to IP, right? Like TCP yeah. IP became right. kind of the common language and you made it work across your data, your voice, your video, and, and you brought, and the genesis of internet happened because of that, right? So we yeah. democratized that and made it easy to access and for computers to communicate with each other. And I feel like we need kind of an OSI layer right now for the world of multi-cloud. Yeah. Because there's a lot of inconsistency in the tools, the infrastructure, the protocols that we talk, just from the infra-ops perspective. So you need truly a common standardized framework for operating a multi-cloud environment and the application. So that's going to be the next bastion, I think, for, for uh, VMware as a company to guide our customers and bring along our strong ecosystem partners in this journey towards standardization so uh, we can truly help build that 
what a great example because <laughs> I remember the days of Novell and uh, and IPX. Oh, yeah. Boy, I really felt IPX. bad for IPX. It just, yeah. <laughs> it, you, know, you, you thought it had a chance, but no, TCP IP definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely took won it. out. Yeah, yeah, it's good, right? And now we standardized, and it, it is done. Open source and. We gave it, and now customers are building on top of that, and here we are. But what a parallel! Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, it's gonna we're gonna standardize on something. It's gonna work, and everyone's gonna be able to use it. And we're gonna abstract that complexity. That's really good. Yeah. So, what other use cases have you been hearing from that that actually you know contribute to this VMware Cloud like uh, yeah. storyline? I think one of the biggest use cases, and not surprisingly, is uh, around ransomware recovery. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you want to look for a killer app with with uh, beneficial things for the society and community and customers and when ransomware is uh, one of the scourge and, and the threat that every organization and customers are facing. Oh, yeah. But but the, the sophistication of these threats, uh, the distributed uh, attack surface that our customers are now grappling with and the time it takes to even detect the ransomware and I tell to the customers uh, that I talk to, I think there are only two types of company in this world, one that have been hacked or don't know they've been hacked, and one that will be hacked very soon, right? So that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, so it's not only good and critical to have a prevent mechanism, right? Whether it's lateral security uh, prevention with micro-segmentation, whether it's having your policy management in place and access control, zero trust environment being created, but it's also really critical to have a disaster recovery and ransomware recovery put in place. And our customers have been looking towards a solution that can do it in a in a very automated manner, sure. do it in a manner that can scale across all of their multi-cloud assets and property, and, and do it in a manner that is very guided, that uh, can be self-service without mm -hmm. them having to handle a lot. And for us, our VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery with RWR, the ransomware recovery, yep. right. has been really a godsend for our customers who are now having to have uh, truly cloud-native IRE being set, right? The isolated recovery environment being set. They have guided workflows to figure out, hey, where is your safest snapshot yeah. recovery point to get to? And then, how do you do behavioral analysis to find out lurking ransomware, which are generally fileless in nature, that your regular fileless signature exactly scanning right. is not going to work, right? So, these attacks have just gotten so much more sophisticated. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like back in the day, it was just some bored Moldovian teenagers trying to shake us down for Bitcoin. <laughs> but like, they're attacking the backup infrastructure. They're attacking, oh, yeah. and because it's a nation state actor, you've now got the FBI involved, and they want to sit there and you know use your compromised production environment for yeah. a week while they try to right collect evidence and like, I need to recover right. somewhere and I, I need something that's- I've got that's, work to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got work to do. And, and, that, that, that's, and that's one of the use cases while some of our capabilities that we have built, uh, that we are announced today on top of ransomware recovery, really helps, right? Because a lot of our customers now need to run like forensics, audited, fortify the cloud environment uh, or their primary infrastructure before they can recover back yeah. their workloads, right? They can't be twiddling their thumbs and like waiting for that exactly to happen. Right. They yeah. have business to run, right? So now with our RWR, you can run their production workloads in your recovery environment as your primary infrastructure is getting fortified, getting uh, forensic and audited yeah. and remediated, right? So, and I think that's you don't think about these use cases until you are actually in a recovery environment and you look at these customers grappling and. This is something that was foundationally available, but running your production is a very different ball game Absolutely. compared to having backup uh, and, and recovery snapshots, right, in your recovery environment. So. Yep, yep. And, and the fact that you know a lot of our customers for the past year have had that ability if they were in the cloud, like VMware Cloud on AWS. Yeah. Uh, but you know some of these folks that are you know have different 
requirements like on-premises don't weren't able to really take advantage of some of, some of these services like yeah. uh, like disaster recovery or, or others. And so I do like the fact that the, the vision of VMware Cloud uh, offering these these add-on services yeah. into uh, you know various cloud additions, if you will, so you can still have your workloads on-premises like you do, but then take advantage of some of these services. That, that's something that yeah. wasn't available previously. Yeah, and we have expanded the workloads that we can protect, not just on-premise, but on AWS, VMware Cloud on AWS, on Google Cloud VMware Engine that right. we announced, as well as AWS Outpost. So it's a truly a multi-cloud DR yeah. and ransomware recovery solution that we have uh, in the market, and it's one of a kind, and, and one of our customers uh, uh, who manages like $80 billion in financial assets, right? So, and they they need to yeah, have yeah. their data, yeah. if there's any data stored really well and have a really re good recovery plan. And when they had to do this before VCDR and ransomware, they had to stitch their backup, their disaster recovery, their security solutions, their recovery environment, all of that with the right policy, and it took them months and months to Complexity. do that. With VCDR, the, the head of infrastructure told me, within two days, they were able to set this up, uh, the recovery environment, and you can truly go sleep peacefully at night, right? So that's a kind of customer uh, use case that you look towards to, to have the solution. With traditional disaster recovery, you often were like, okay, I just need a clone of the production. So yeah. just, it's a 2x tax on all my costs, for better or worse. But the other side of this was, is you would often try to use technologies that federated your primary instances and secondary to eat more easily replicate things. You want your AD to, to just be spread to both. You wanted your firewalls to be peered in such a way that they would move the firewall rules. And now, because of how ransomware is, it's typically now these, these, these deeper operators who've been in your environment a very long time, you really want to fail into something that is not federated with yeah, anything, sure. that's fully yeah. isolated. That yeah. isolated environment piece, that is something that, that is um, very, the more very I learn about, the more I'm like, everybody needs one of these. Yeah, yeah, and doing this behavioral analysis isn't easy either, right? When you're running a PowerShell, like it, it's your existing uh, systems and recovery process, uh, like processes that you have. So it's not that easy to even. You got to find the one out, good right? restore find, point, and, yeah. and trying to do that against a storage, a backup storage system that might be as slow as tape, frankly. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. tape. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's still out there, believe it. It's or not. still out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, Prashant, this is good. The announcements this week have been amazing. Just, I love the story of VMware Cloud. I love where we're going. And it's not a new story. It's something VMware's been yeah. doing for a long time, abstracting the complexity and uh, and providing all these use cases uh, and answering all these needs for our customers. I appreciate your time today, Thank and you. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your explore. Hey, thanks a lot, Pete, John. It's been a pleasure. Uh, finally, I, I get to talk to you folks. Uh, yeah, please don't be a stranger. Come oh, definitely. Come I'm getting used to this now. Thank you. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs>